Welcome to the In the Pocket edition of the Game Sports Show. In the Pocket presented by Sports Center Bar and Grill, Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario's best sports bar for six years in a row, three years best wings. Located on 624 Wellington Street West in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, you can follow them on Instagram, which is tagged at Sports Center SSM, or Facebook, which is tagged at Sports Center SSM. TGEM and the Game Sports Show and Sports Center have been a family for over five years. Sports Center is the first original home recording of the Game Sports Show Canada, and if you want to watch the game, be part of a great sports atmosphere while having delicious food there is no better place or bar literally in town get there today or you may miss us or miss out on another great night from the Sioux's best sports bar now let's get kicked off with in the pocket hosted by david mckay jr joined by co-hosts justin heichel ej russell jamie antonello and tyler Wollett. Booyah, and it's time for the Game Sports Show. This is the In the Pocket Edition presented by Sports Center Bar and Grill, powered by the Game Entertainment and Media. It is Season 5, Episode 11 slash 12. Yes, we had a bye week last week. We're going to combine and call it 11-12 this week here for In the Pocket. It is your host, David McCaig Jr. I'm sitting in the Game Entertainment and Media studio in the Gretzky Corner. And I am joined by Justin Heichel and EJ Russell. Before I get through to the rest of the introduction, let's bring in the fellas. I'm actually going to go to Hike first. Hike, how are you? I'm doing good, buddy. It's good to be back after a uh, week off. And uh, yeah, oh, everyone kind of knows how I feel. We'll talk about the uh, Jonathan Taylor incident this weekend a little later. Oh, yeah, we got lots we can get into for sure. And as Justin just alluded to, it was a bye week for us last week. We get one or two of those a season and uh, probably only going to be one this season. So that was last week. Now going to Escanaba, Michigan, the one only he is the host of the hot seat when the hot seat's there. Wink, wink. He is inside Moe's Pub, one of the sponsors for the hot seat and part of the game entertainment and media family. The one and only EJ Russell. EJ, how's it going? Yo, how's it going, boys? Uh, happy to be here. Yeah, we got the cameras rocking. So if anybody ever does get a chance to see this, we're live inside Moe's Pub here in Escanaba. But happy to be here as always. Um, and at a certain portion of the show, gentlemen, I'm probably going to sound a bit like Dave because I put my picks in, but they didn't go. So there's some controversy we're going to have to talk about later on. But happy to be here. Happy to be with you guys. Happy that, you know, everyone gets a bye week. It was nice to have a week off, but we're back. We're better than ever. Uh, and we got our captain in the pilot seat today. So I think we'll do all right. <laughs> you know, EJ actually hasn't had a week off this year. So that's his first. I've had about three, four combined with the bye week. So it's uh, definitely been good uh, to have a little week off and also give a chance to our listeners to take a little bit of a break from the game entertainment media and game sports show content to get caught up with a lot of the things. And speaking of getting caught up, people have been asking, when's the video coming out? When's our video coming out? Yes, the rumors are true. We have been delayed slightly in terms of our video uploads with the Game Entertainment Media Network platform. The Game Sports Show was on tune, but there was a few things behind the scenes with other kind of content, if you will, that we were waiting for. So the video content is coming. And a lot of the questions that we're getting is a special edition upload. When is Theo Fleury coming out? When are those interviews coming out? They are coming. I promise you, I don't have a date. I'm not going to shoot a date out and lie to you. Or we don't do that on TGEM or the Game Sports Show. But I promise you in the very, 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 that's three varies, near future, that we'll have our first video upload on YouTube uh, for the game sports show. That is for sure. And it will be a special edition upload uh, featuring Theo flurry. And that means as soon as that first video comes out, all of the game sports show content to the exception of our ESPN 1400 live radio editions, of course, uh, will be on video uh, on YouTube. So that is going to be very exciting. Now sports center bar and grill is the presenter of In the Pocket, the original home of the Game Sports Show in Sioux, Ontario. And they're the best. Sports Center Bar and Grill, Sioux St. Marie's best sports bar for six. Un, deux, trois, quatre, cinq, six. I spoke French to the Canadian. Hang on there. Hang on there, buddy. This is in the United States. We speak American <laughs> or we speak the Espanol. Okay. That'd be seis. Seis. Okay. brother. Okay. There we go. Seis. We got both ends. Both ends. Six. Time champion, I'll call it. 
Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario's best sports bar. Three years best wings. The, the wings are delicious. Mm. Fantastic. Get on down to Sports Center Bar and Grill in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. And speaking of Sioux, Ontario, yes, people are wondering why we're not live on scene. Well, I'll give you the pretty simple answer. COVID-19 has been a flood here in Sioux, Ontario. We have had higher numbers than ever since the pandemic has come out. Sioux, Ontario has had a huge outbreak. Uh, so it's a cesspool. Yeah, it's a literal cesspool here in Sioux, Ontario. So we are not doing anything live on location until the numbers go down. Yes, vaccinated or not vaccinated uh, for the staff, whatever it may be, we are not going on location anywhere until the numbers go down just to kind of stay safe and just have, we have the comfort of our offices and studio that we've been doing since the pandemic started. And we're going to keep doing that until numbers go back down and that we're back to hopefully getting back to that normal side that we were every temporarily. As Dave says that as says that as I'm live in a bar. <laughs> Speaking of EJ though, since he's in Escanaba, Michigan in the States, no holds barred there. He is in a bar though. So lucky him but that is going to be the introduction portion of the show that we had a lot to get into there and you may have seen that yours truly has had a personal instagram problem i'm not going to talk about it on this show right now this is a football show but if anyone can message me about an instagram problem i will tell you my problem maybe you can help uh, but the game sports show still has an instagram page that's working perfectly and that is all that matters to be honest with you at the game sports show on facebook and instagram thegamesportshow.com Lots to check out, out with the Game Sports Show. And you can check on our website the list of sponsors as EJ sits there with a shot of Pink Whitney in front of us. And yes, I did make something called a Pink Mule before, but we're not going to get into that either. Now, let's kick it off with In the Pocket. The agenda is going to be the usual way. A little brief points from last week. We're not going to talk about the games. We're not going to talk about anything in terms of the irrelevant news. We're going to talk about relative content. Big news from last week that leads to this week. We're going to have our pick them. And then near the conclusion portion, we're going to have a little local football shout out that for listeners who are wondering what local means for people outside of Sioux, Ontario, uh, that is going to be a Sioux, Ontario quick shout out about Cora football. And then EJ is going to finish the show about some NCAA as well before we wrap up the show. We got about a half hour to 40 minutes here, fellas. So let's kick it underway. I'm going to go first to Heichel because you actually talked about something that you wanted to bring up. Uh, so I'm going to leave that to you that you can bring it out here first. Um, yeah, let's, uh, I mean, it's the time. I think it's the time. He's got, he's got my vote for MVP, uh, Colts running back, Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> uh, um, I mean, you know, like this uh, mixed emotions this weekend. Our league trade deadline was Saturday at midnight. Um, myself as the league commissioner kind of, uh, S to the B on that one. Uh, and we were hammering out a trade, uh, late night in the garage. It was, I was trading away Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, and a sixth round pick for Jonathan Taylor in a second and a hit send. And other guy went to accept and the clock lapsed. And so I don't have Jonathan Taylor, uh, for, for, for Sunday's game crippling five touchdowns i think like 200 total yards combined between rushing and receiving uh, and just i like i don't know he, he put up that? a 50 burger eight in fantasy yeah. 50 yeah 54 54 points i think it was 54 or 52 unbelievable i'm glad i didn't do fantasy football this year to be honest I mean, people might go what uh i haven't done it's because you're a loser First year, first time since 2015, I haven't done a fantasy football league except our Pick'em League, which, like I said, we'll touch on a little bit later. It's still fantasy football. It counts. I guess it does. It still counts. I'm participating in a team. I like, yeah, But the only, the only thing fantasy about our Pick'em is the fact that Dave thinks he's going to win. I was winning. <laughs> you, you, mean, you mean his fantasy week one pick? You what? You what winning? You were, <laughs> what was the word you chose? Asterix. Asterix. Yeah. Dave McAstrick. Dave McAstrick. I'll take that. Astrix. Sorry. I, I spelled it out in my head and said it, and it was bad. EJ, last week, points with last week that you want to talk about, if there's anything on your docket that you're thinking. You know, no, I, I really don't have anything that I want to say 
other than um, I'll, I'll make two brief points. Cam Newton back in Carolina is a lot of fun. Love it. For multiple reasons. They're currently, the Carolina Panthers are currently paying Cam Newton's backup, Cam Newton's backup's backup, and Cam Newton to replace Cam Newton. That's crazy. Okay. Um, I, I, I think that that's just kind of a wild stat line there to think about. And that's something from the last two weeks that I'm choosing to pick on. The other thing is the Cleveland Browns defense, my Cleveland Browns, diehard Browns fan here. Everybody knows that the list to the show. Uh, you can't put up that kind of performance against the Detroit Lions. You have the league leader in sacks, Miles Garrett, is leading league in sacks. Javian Clonick, second to team sacks. Our defense, in my opinion, is underperforming. Yes, we hold uh, the real TB12 to, uh, you know, only one score, but Brown's defense really needs to step it up. Baker Mayfield also needs to do a better job for these Cleveland Browns. Your number one overall draft pick, you need to start improving yourself. The performance that you gave the last couple of weeks is not going to cut it in the city of Cleveland. That's why you didn't get your extension yet. And guess what? You're playing yourself out of it now. Well said. And you know what? Nothing is worse so than the Pittsburgh Steelers tying the Lions. Okay. So that is one thing that we get to talk about. Well, uh, is that why we Is that not the most? Is that why we had a bye week? Because <laughs> you didn't want to talk about that? Is that not the most Lions thing that they could do, though? Is You're the first team ever to schedule to go 0-17 and you screwed up by tying the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, come on. Don't screw that up. You know what, though? I'm currently, as an AFC team fan, I'm looking at that tie on Pittsburgh, and that's going to jam someone up in the playoffs. That's going to screw it, someone. It might just be the reason that the Browns or the Bengals or the, or the Ravens get a wild card berth. It would be that tie. I think three teams from the AFC North. There's two divisions where I think three teams can come from. The FC North is one of them. You can see three teams make the playoffs, and that ties against screw Pittsburgh at the end of the year. You know, and that's, that's the concerning thing is that you're playing uh, the Steelers last week. You can mention 41-37 loss to the Chargers. You know, that I don't know where the steel curtain went. Not that it's, the, it's not the vintage steel curtain anyways, but the Pittsburgh defense, you know, is a little banged up. Uh, they're, they're not – they didn't play great. Eckler is – I mean, I forget how many yards he got last game. I mean, I know he got a couple touchdowns. The offense, uh, the defense, nothing was going right for uh, the the Pittsburgh Steelers that game. And the, the Chargers deserved to win. The Chargers, the Steelers didn't deserve to beat the Chargers last week. You know, Big Ben actually didn't throw an interception last week. You know, when you think of a game that's 41-37, you're thinking, all right, maybe the quarterback threw one or two T, uh, INTs. But you know what? No, Ben threw just under almost, just almost 300 yards and threw three touchdowns. And, you know, the rushing has been abysmal. They only rushed for on the ground with the rushing yards with Harris, Snell, McLeod, uh, Claypool at a yard. Uh, they only rushed for just under 60 yards last week. That is bad. You're not going to be successful if you can't get on the ground. They had Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool looked good. But other than those two, Ebron had a good touchdown, but only 24 yards. Uh, James Washington only had 12 yards. You know, and if you look at the defensive end of the football, uh, this not high sack numbers there. It wasn't an impressive showing by the Steelers. The Chargers came out and absolutely took care of them. You know, rushing, they were great they had over hundred yards rushing. They had two, they had three receivers over 60 yards, two of them over 90, one of them over a hundred. They did well. And their defense on the Chargers that, that last week wasn't good, but the Steelers couldn't exploit it. They just couldn't keep the football at the end zone. And that's why, you know, the, when it came to the Pittsburgh Steelers, they come on hot in the fourth quarter, right? 27 points, make it interesting. But they still let 14, t- or 14 points in. So that, if I had to say anything about last week, it's, it is the Steelers. And hike to answer your point, no, that's not why we had a bye week, but it certainly looks suspicious that way, so I won't be honest. Uh, I'm just it- conspiracy theorying. I'm putting yeah. it out there. Good point. Good, good guess. But even though I went a little extra with the Steelers, it's very – it's very – Unfortunately, the spot that they're in, but they're still not at a point where I'm counting them out yet, but we're getting to that point. And, you know, that AFC North is going to cause a very, that tie is going to cause a, a big log jam. EJ. Well, can, can we admit that the Chargers are the next best team in football? Justin Herbert, the, the way that he plays the game, the, the cool, calm, and collectiveness that, that he performs. And this is a guy come from Oregon and didn't look like he was going to be much at the beginning of his first season. Now looks like he might be the next best quarterback in the NFL. He's going to carry. I believe that this kid has an opportunity to carry the torch for the league 
for years to come. Either him or Joe Burrow are going to be the guy. And I love the fact that he's doing it on a team that, and Joe Burrow too, that aren't traditionally loved teams, right? You know, they're not a New York market. They're not a Dallas. They're not a, a Denver Broncos. They're not Green Bay Packers. We're talking about the Los Angeles Chargers, which is still a newer franchise. I'm going to put that in air quotes because they should still be the San Diego Chargers. Uh, and Joe Burrow is doing it in a team for the Bengals that, you know, outside of Boomer Siason and Carson Palmer, you can't name me many other quarterbacks not named Chris Collins. Or another player on that team not named Chris Collinsworth. You know what I mean? Come on. Chad so, Johnson? Uh, Ocho Seco? No, that's, no he, was a, he was their best kicker. And that's anybody that thinks I'm wrong. Chad Johnson did kick. Ocho Cinco did kick in a yeah. preseason game, and he was one for one. Made his kick. He was Bro. actually – fun fact for, for people that didn't know this, Chad Johnson slash Chad Ocho Cinco was actually the emergency kicker for the Bengals the entire time he was on that team. He's actually very good. He actually got a pro soccer tryout too. Yeah, he's like big into playing FIFA. Like if you challenge him on Twitter, he'll play with you. And he'll also – I'll eat you in McDonald's and smoking cigars. Love that. I would charge him to cigars. I w- now I want to charge him to on Twitter or charge him. I want to tweet him on Twitter and I want to ch- challenge him to FIFA. I probably get out. Did you ever, did you ever hear the best quote that he ever gave on the sideline when he, he, he went to lay a hit on Ray Lewis? Can't, did you know this or no? Does anybody know the story that I'm about to tell? Oh, no, you know if you know I it. I think I've seen the clip, but I'm not yeah, so, sure. So Chad, Ocho Cinco at the time, not Chad Johnson, goes to lay a block on Ray Lewis and just gets demolished. And he comes back to the sideline and he's kind of, you know, he's struggling. He just tried to hit Ray Lewis and you, you didn't win. He comes back to the sideline. He's, he's you know, kind of hurt and he's breathing heavy. <sighs> Doctor comes up to me and goes, you take any kind of prescription medication? Chad Johnson goes, yeah. <sighs> Viagra. Dude used to take Viagra before games to get himself amped up. It was it, it, if you haven't seen the clip, you got to look up the Chad Ocho Cinco Viagra clip. It's hysterical. It's like Dave before the game sports show. Oh, get himself. Dave amped had to up. take Dave had to take Viagra just to grow that mustache. Oh, I look like Tom Selleck met Ron Burgundy. Come on, no, met I'm a twelve-year-old child going through puberty. I'm still sticking with Ray Ferraro. For our uh, Ray would be happy. You know what? Our good friend James Duthie might like that reference, and he actually did laugh about it when we had a talk. Uh, but that's all I'll leave that comment at before I tease too much. We we're talking with a lot of one thing that I'll say this this year that actually does surprise me a little bit, and you guys may disagree, is the Lions a tad. I never thought they'd be oh nine. And one, I didn't think I didn't think they would be. You can't tell me, Dave, that you looked at that schedule and honestly thought that the Lions might win a football game this year. The, after watching the first three games, it's like the San Francisco game gave you a little bit of hope because they came back and they battled. The Bears, the, the Vikings, they, or the Baltimore Bears. The Bears quarterback this week is Andy Dalton. Okay, so let's not give them any kind of credit for that. Okay, Red Rifle. I'm not. The red, the, the red rifle is probably the only player in the history of the NFL when he played with the Bengals whose hair color matched his helmet. I mean, the, the, he, he, that's the most interesting fact about Andy Dalton. He's not the answer in Chicago. The Detroit Lions, in my opinion, I, I don't care what you say about Jacksonville, who, in my opinion, is the worst roster in the NFL. Lions are the worst team this year, and they should have went 0-17, and they screwed it up by tying Pittsburgh. Honestly, I, I literally thought they would have won one game by now for real. I'm not even lying. I thought one game they could have won out of that, that schedule, but especially with golf and the new energy of the coaching staff, right? You're it's just, it's just statistically Im- yeah, it's statistically is. improbable to not win a game in the NFL. Goff has the decision. Like my he is, we have Jared Goff and myself have the like same decision making ability, except he uses my decision making ability when I'm wasted at like circle k getting chips and gummies and you know what i mean like he's watching like watching him just try to do things on a football field like how did he get how did sean McVay will him to a super bowl (laughs) the line like i feel bad the lions offensive line this year has i think improved leaps and bounds over where they've been deandre swift hasn't looked awful there's the Hawkinson's solid. They have no other receivers. The like the best receiver they had on the team got his fucking brain scrambled the first week of the season. 
now I think they have um, uh, he was at number three in the Rams and I think he's their number one now. I can't remember his name. I can picture his DraftKings picture and that's it. But I, I, don't, I don't think the Lions aren't 0-9 bad. They're just, their schedule is a fucking meat grinder. They didn't, they didn't have a chance. Tim Boyle. That's who's going tomorrow? Isn't that who's going tomorrow for the Lions? I think it yeah, is. you got you got the new TB12 versus Andy Dalton tomorrow. That's your Thanksgiving game. So unfortunately, if you haven't seen the meme, if you haven't seen the meme already, you're unfortunately actually going to have to talk to your family on Thanksgiving tomorrow. I don't know. The Lions might do it. I think they did it last year, didn't they? Didn't uh, Blau pull it out for them? I don't remember if Blau did or didn't. All I know is that the Lions won't win. I don't know. Maybe. Wager? Are we doing a wager? Yeah, you know what? We probably could. What do you got, Hike? What, what, do, you want, what do you want to bet on? Dave, moderate. Dave's got the, the call here. Dave will referee this. I'll referee. But I, I just bet some chicken wings on it. Wherever we can get over the border or you can get over the border, one of us. I'll do that. Wings. We'll do that. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm a taking full the order. A yeah. full order of chicken wings. Not like a six. Like a 10 or a 12 is a full order. Yeah, yeah, oh, 100%. Bone in, though. But I'm not buying boneless wings. Those aren't chicken wings. Those are chicken nuggets. I yeah, no, boneless. I understand. This I like boneless, okay. but I'll eat fucking bone in. Well, just, who doesn't I'll, like... That's like saying I don't like chicken nuggets. Everyone likes boneless wings. I'm just saying if I'm going to buy wings to lose a bet, I'm buying bone in. Oh, yeah, I got you. I'm paying bone for in. the bone that raised it. Who has the better fries, Wendy's or McDonald's? McDonald's? Okay. Mm. Random question. That's, that's Did you just say because... who said Burger King? No, no one. No, no. Someone said Michael's, Burger King. No, no one said. Burger I heard King. someone. No, someone said Burger King. I heard no, it in my I, headphones. I I paused because I Wendy's fries in Canada are rock solid. Well, that's because Wendy's fries are best in America because they were created in Ohio. But like a McDonald's fries in America are leaps and bounds. The McDonald's fries in Canada, you can go to the grocery store. That's and because buy we believe in salt. Sea salt in Wendy's too. Difference that is very and good. that McDonald's like when I went to Lake State that McDonald's drive through that was at the bottom of the hill there was like the end of health for me. Yeah, Taco Bell's worse in Sioux, Michigan. After three o'clock in the back door, back nothing good happens at Taco Bell. Why are we even putting them in this conversation? <laughs> Couple like, like, blasts Taco- for the fellas. Ta- Taco Bell's selling point is like, hey, when everyone else is closed, we're still open. Yeah, I mean, I love Taco Bell. And you explode the next morning, but I won't get into that description. I want I explode to, as soon as I eat it. I'm literally. Yeah, man, I've had a couple of close calls on the bridge. <laughs> like... <laughs> Honestly, I'm just hungry. And I thought of, I saw a McDonald's picture and I, then I saw Wendy's after that. It's like it was planned. So I wanted just to, it came to mind to ask when I was kind of looking at up some stats. Now we talked about last week. That's going to this week, fellas. Um, you know, pick them this week. I'm going to, we're going to go through that way. Hike updated standings. I think I'm three points behind EJ. Hold on. Before we get in the updated standings, can we discuss one thing I talked about at the beginning of the show? Yeah. Now you three and Tyler included may discuss this point, but I promise you, I picked the Patriots in that game and that would give me one more point up on these standings. If Dave gets his 12, can I have one? Did you miss picking or did you accidentally pick another team? So no, what happened was I picked, what happened was I picked I, I picked them all. I don't I, I believe that the error is still maybe on my part that I didn't hit save, but I know I picked the Patriots to beat the Falcons. Did Everything you, else was true. I know I beat the picked the Patriots and it didn't go. So I will take off. This is the trade I'm willing to make. I am willing to remove the asterisks. On Dave's championship, if he does indeed find some miracle of God to beat me, um, I will remove his asterisks if I may have my Patriots point, which would give me plus one the remainder of the season. I would say that the big thing is, uh, like, especially because he didn't hike, if he didn't pick it, or if he picked it and just didn't save, it's not like he picked something and then changed it. So No, it 100% just looks like something fucked up. And I'm pretty sure, and I'm pretty sure I told Tyler right away. I said I'm so pissed right now. I'm pretty sure I told Tyler right away because I went I and I checked on chat. Friday. I, I went and checked on Friday, and my Patriots pick wasn't it. So yeah, I'm okay with it. 
I will uh, I will make an amendment here. Um, so there's there's two amendments plus twelve for Dave plus one for EJ rest of the way. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm sure and, Tyler's okay with it. And I will remove my cap, and I will uh, remove the asterisks from Dave's name for the rest of the season in return. Stubbing one point for fucking eleven or twelve. I'll take. That. That's because I'm still beating your ass. Yeah, now you're up by four, I believe. So, Hike, what's the updated standings? All right. So, with drum roll, um, EJ's EJ's plus one. He's at uh, one on Mayfield of Dreams is at one oh nine. Gemprez thirteen is at one oh five. Uh, myself, I'm at 94, and Tyler's at 91. We're behind. That's rough. That last week, I don't think, I think I was three under uh, EJ last that week. Was, that was probably the biggest momentum swing from week to week between you and me. Yeah. I mean, nobody's yeah, looking that, at that was a Hiker, one. Tyler, because they suck. Like, I think Tyler and I have been neck and neck every week. Like, we're either yes. tied or run off from each other. Should we get should we get them a garbage, a gold garbage bag for last place this year? I think who's going to get the gold garbage bag? I had seven points last week, I believe. Yeah, so I, I was wrong about one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games. I went seven and eight last week. Does that make sense? Seven and eight last week. That is. Wow, that is a you like there's some questionable picks on there, but like I look at mine and I'm like, oh, fuck did I pick the Jets? Why? 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 I don't understand why I would have picked the Jets. And uh, but like you I you mean I can Pittsburgh, explain you how to so make good crazy. picks. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> Buffalo. Uh, honestly, what I'll say, fellas, is that it's still not over. We still got a long way. To go four five weeks still to go, so pickums this week. I'm going to start us off going with uh, number two in your standings. Uh, for well, as Hike said, the standings name has me down as a uh, gem prez uh, 13, but I'm definitely going to have to amend that to say uh, TGEM prez uh, 13 and maybe take out the 13. So it might be a name change for the team that might hopefully have a momentum swing for yours. Truly a little identity change. We fired our coach. We're firing people left and right. We're rehiring a staff on the team of TGEM Prez, And we're going to come in this week and hopefully make some ground on the bitch field. I mean, Mayfield of dreams. Uh, so <laughs> you're going with the picks this week, Thanksgiving week, uh, for America, it's not Canada. Canada already was last month. I feel like EJ wants to say something. America. America. Here we go. Bears, Cowboys, Bills, Steelers, Bucks, Panthers, Titans, Eagles. This one's my gamble. Jags, te- uh, Texans, Chargers, Packers, Niners, Ravens, Seahawks, and I guess I have a little bit of a gamble with uh, picking the Titans over the Patriots too, but I wanted to get some gamble picks in there and going to the tiebreakers 34 14 Seahawks over Washington Ravens Browns 28 Ravens 21 Browns score this week we get the most points be Dallas and the least this week will be the beautiful Atlanta Falcons will be getting the least this week. I'm telling you, watch out for the Jags this week. And you know what? I was very hesitant about picking the lions over the bears, but I smartened up and decided to make a smart pick there. Cause I have a couple gambles there. Uh, so I want to make sure I get some of those points in case. And I want to be too foolish. EJ, you're going last hike second. All right. All right. Uh, so going with the, uh, the lions so tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> then uh taking Dallas, Buffalo. Uh, I think the Bills are probably gonna pound New Orleans after last week. Uh Cincinnati gonna take it to Pittsburgh. Uh then I honestly think the Colts are probably gonna channel my dislike for Tom Brady and pound Tampa Bay as well. Uh Tom looked a little rough for a bit last week. He kind of he got it together. Um, but Carolina over Miami, New England over Tennessee. Tennessee is my like back half of the season fraud, kind of like the Ravens were the first half of the season. Uh, Philly over the Giants, Atlanta over Jacksonville, Houston over the Jets, Chargers over Denver, Green Bay over the Rams, San Fran over Minnesota, uh, Cleveland over Baltimore, and Washington over Seattle. 
then uh, as far as the tiebreakers go, we've got Washington 24, Seattle 21, Cleveland 21, Baltimore 17. Most points this week, Indianapolis. Fewest points this week, the Jets. The Jets. EJ Russell, take it off. Well, if you want to make money this week betting money lines on each individual game, I'll show you how to do that because I'm the number one place team in this (laughs) system. Okay. Um, Let me take the Bears over Lions. I I will say this. I think this is a much closer game, especially considering the – the Detroit Lions just went up toe-to-toe against Pittsburgh, who's a tough team this year. They just about played the the, the Browns to a very tough game, um, ho- holding us to only a couple points. Um, look for the Lions to be within the score. I do think that the Bears and Andy Dalton win this game based off experience at the quarterback position. Uh, I'll take the Cowboys over the Raiders, Bills over the Saints, Bengals over the Steelers. Dave, I think you're wrong there. Quit taking it to your heart. I will take Tom Brady and the Buccaneers over the Colts, Cam Newton and the Panthers over the Dolphins on the road, Patriots at home, Eagles on the road, Falcons on the road. I think Corderell Patterson has another nice game here. If you didn't draft him on your team, he's probably been the most valuable pickup in fantasy football this year. Uh, Corderell Patterson, Matt Ryan, Falcons find a way to win. Texans at home over the Jets. That's probably the one pick I'm most uncertain of. Just because this is the kind of game that smells like a Jets victory. Houston's going through some stuff, uh, most notably at the quarterback position. We already know about that. So uh, I will take the Texans at home. Chargers on the road. Packers at home. Niners at home. Uh, I'm sorry, EJ Ravens on the road, or excuse me, at home against my Browns. Uh, And then I will take in probably the hardest pick game for me this week. I will take the Seahawks on the road. Over the Washington football team, tiebreakers, Seahawks 17, Washington 21, Browns 17, Ravens scoring 42 points this week, which I believe will be the most in the league. I think that they have um, a good opportunity to put some points up against a team that's been underperforming in these last few weeks in Mike Cleveland Browns. Least amount of points this week, New York Giants. The Giants. Two New York teams for you guys not getting any love. Not getting any love, those guys. Pick New up- York teams are trash. Well, hold on a second. Hold on. I- I'm going to. And I'm going to go to my phone here and stall for dramatic effect as I look this up. But let me give you a fun statistic here. Saquon Barkley since 2020 has 79 rushes for 254 yards and two touchdowns. Baker Mayfield since 2020 has 79 rushes for 254 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Giants scored least amount of points this week. Yikes. Yikes. Barkley train is not choo-chooing too well. Got to get back into the shop. I don't know if choo-chooing is a word. That was probably the most horrendous. He needs to go back to Penn State, talk to James Franklin, get his head right. You know, like he looks good. Like he's, he the Giants suck. But he's he's also been a different player. The longer that he's been removed from James Franklin, he needs to keep James Franklin in his corner because this is a coach that really believed in this kid and helped develop him into the running back that he is. Every year that he's been gone from James Franklin, things have gone worse. Get him in contact with that man. Get him in his corner and get him healthy again. Get Barkley on the black and yellow. We need yell- We need runners. I think that'd be a good change for him. Just going to the Steelers. Najee Harris has been rough. Safe, Saquon. Is Najee Harris not arguably rookie of the year outside of Jamar Chase? Uh, I would. I, I would say I'm so. Not, he is, but I still don't. I'm not sold. I've seen a lot of inconsistent. But I guess that comes with being a rookie. That comes with being young. You know, you got to take those bumps and bruises in the road. Maybe I shouldn't uh, pull the Toronto Maple Leaf fan out of myself. And um, yeah, Pittsburgh hasn't had a losing season since Mike Tomlin took over. And Dave's over here like, Najee here sucks. Doesn't what suck. a bum. Doesn't suck. Kiss, kiss my ass. Doesn't suck. I am a Barkley fan. I just, uh, um, I, I just think that'd be a good fit down the road. Just saying if Harris is, if he ends up to be. Not what they project. project. Yeah, if, you, if you're scrap heap and Harris already, I'm sure some other outside, teams are. Outside of TJ Yeldon and Trent Richardson, the two biggest running backs to come out of Alabama, Mark Ingram Those and Derrick Henry, have both. Mark Ingram was not a bust. Mark no, Ingram no, was Yeldon, a great NFL career. Richardson. Yeah, Yeldon was a bust and Richardson was a bust. Yeah. Don't but you I'm dare saying, say Trent Richardson around me ever again. <laughs> first of all, who drafted him? Do you want to talk about this? You really? Won. Yeah, well, you want it. You want until you use it on Johnny football. I'm just what I'm. I don't <laughs> even have. I don't. I didn't even want to finish my thought after Johnny football. You know what the 
So, and this is a fun fact for our listeners, a little, little insider jargon or not jargon, just talk. Um, a couple of years ago, I was here doing a white elephant gift exchange inside most pub with my friends. And uh, the most traded item that night was my white elephant gift, which was the Johnny Mansell jersey. <laughs> that probably got exchanged like a hundred times. People took so many pictures with it. It was more popular that the, uh, than the owl lamp. And yes, you can picture that, um, that we bought at Goodwill. Johnny Menzel, big, big white elephant gift. Uh, Johnny Menzel, that would really worked out a lot. Uh, but no, I'm not giving up on Harris. Harris is great. I'm not. I'd rather, I'd rather put Justin Bieber in a Toronto Maple Leafs uniform than ever see Johnny Menzel ever wear a Browns uniform again. Oh, well, Bieber does wear Leaf jerseys all the time, so it's pretty cool. I know, but he's probably better at hockey than Johnny is at football. <laughs> hey, is, Bieber's got some new Timbits coming out this week. I heard. He's not a bad athlete. He's a good basketball player. He's a decent hockey player. He's not a scrub. He can always own the pickup are. game. Yeah, you can, I don't care about the Timbits. This is America, okay? Hey, Tim, no Timmy Hose is the only thing up there, the boys. Okay, at work, at White Oak Drive, you bring those fucking Timbits down the road, okay? How about you cross the border and bring me some Timmy Hose down here? I like your coffee. Oh, we do have decent coffee. But like I said, Harris, I'm not tripping. He's good. But just saying, if Parkley ever wants to come up a one-two punch, let's come do it together, my friend. Let's come do it. Come on to the Steel Curtain. You know, maybe drafting a big QB when Big Ben decides to... Stop calling it the Steel Curtain. It ain't been the Steel Curtain since 1970s. I'm living the dream, man. Okay? I'm living in the past. You weren't even alive in the 1970s. no. No, the um, last time the steel curtain was like a commonly used term, you could styrofoam was like acceptable for hamburgers and you could light it on fire. Yeah. And back then, McDonald's probably did have better fries than Wendy's. And I think smoking was still good for your kids. No, they used to prescribe it. <laughs> okay, next topic. <laughs> That's true. They used to prescribe cigarettes for like headaches and like yeah, common crap. Yeah, it was a prescription. People got their PhDs from. Must be from. You have a headache and crab. Must must be from some Canadian university. Algoma University. Just kidding. Algoma (laughs) U. Algoma U. Backpedaling, backpedaling, backpedaling. Okay, no. Okay, two topics we're going to get to before we wrap up. Hike, uh, you and I are going to go, are going to spearhead this one very quickly. Then EJ is going to do a little NCAA shutout that it's going to be wrap up time for in the pocket here on week 11. 12 discussion slash episode 11 12 very confusing but hike core football here in Sault Ste. Marie Ontario again for listeners it's gonna be a little bit of a local shout out for uh, for people that don't know the game sports show is located in Sioux Ontario I say that on every show because you never know who's gonna be new who's gonna be reoccurring uh, definitely got a lot of followers and listeners that we appreciate but we are located in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, so we do cover when it comes to hockey, football, all sports. We give as much love as we can to local. Uh, all, all the local media outlets here in town definitely do a great job of the further and dissecting discussion. But our biggest show uh, for local coverage is on our ESPN 1400 edition on Monday that you can check out with Scott Nason, yours truly, Butch Davis and the crew, uh, that there's a lot of local touch on there that we get into. So for listeners that are from there to here, we do talk about some things that may have been brought up on there, but in terms of football, we don't really get a chance to talk about that on the live radio portions of the show. So yes, we do talk local, regional, and national. It is that slogan. The Sioux's only local, regional, national sports show. It is on there. So for those who are curious about local, let me know if there's more I could talk about. Or if you're from Sudbury, give me your local news. If you're from Sioux, Michigan or from Escanaba, give me your local news. We will have local discussion at the end of each show and a little discussion around the local side. But for local rate this week within the pocket is purely sticking to the home base of the Game Entertainment Media and the Game Sports Show in Sioux, Ontario. A little explanation for everybody. Hike, score of football. Not only do they have an absolute sick Instagram page, as I sit here, say Instagram again, even though I'm in a fight with Instagram right now, the core Colts football program steamrolled TPW was on top. The Tom and is at it again. You know, they, what can we say about this core of football uh, high school team here in Sioux, Ontario? Well, I mean, I believe they, uh, what they shut out the team in NASA. I think that's how that went down. Yep. Uh, and then uh, the Northern Bowl this weekend, uh, they won uh, over Thunder Bay's St. Ignatius, uh, 35 to 7. Um, and I mean, that's 
it's a pretty dominant run. I mean, when you go through, you play some of the best teams and what Northern Ontario has to offer and you're, you're shutting out teams. You're only allowing one touchdown. Um, I mean, it's just a testament to the program they're running there and the guys buying in. I mean, everyone, it just seems like they're all having fun. And you know what? Honestly, their Instagram page is great. The development program's great. They have a great coaching staff. And we're not be saying that to be biased because Jamie Antonello is a part of it, who's on our uh, in the pocket edition. But who exactly who hasn't been on this week or this week, this season? Uh, he hasn't been on for actually uh, for the last four episodes of last season till now. So he's missed almost 16 episodes straight. So he's getting on uh, some big administrative leave there. But, you know, you Matt Primo, another guy who's a casual analyst on here, part of that program prior. And, um, you know, they, they got a good situation there in Cora and they know how to win. And they have been dominant for years. And I can't see this program stopping. You know, it's a very popular high school here in Sault Ste. Marie. They, they're well known for their sports athletics now, more so than ever, where when we were in high school hike that Mary's, right, that Mary's was big for football. The Dunn was huge for, for track and also hockey, just like Mary's. Uh, but when you talk football, there wasn't a lot of talk about Cora, because I think if I remember correctly, Cora had an O for year a couple times uh, from when we were in high school. And that program has changed ever since the Sir James Dunn closed and Bawadi combined to make Superior Heights. And then Tom Annett made the jump over to the Cora along with some of his staff. And then some other former players bought in that changed the program overnight. Yeah. It's uh, the, the whole coaching staff there. I mean, that's, I think that's really what drives the program. I mean, everyone there, they're, the guys are all passionate about number one football, number two, well, I guess number one, the players, I mean, just getting better and, it's just you talk to those guys, and it's just football, 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 football. Well, and the, and and the other, the, the one thing that the school and the coaching staff that and I'm sorry to jump in here, I'll let you finish after I just yeah. say this. The, the one thing that I think that they do really well is they do come over here and they play some decent football teams. I believe I saw Sue Cora here playing at Escanaba a couple of years ago. They did, they did. Uh, but yeah, and I remember that game because I think we talked about it actually on this show. Um, I remember they were the ugliest uniforms I've ever seen, but it wasn't the ugliest football I've ever seen. They played a very good game against a team that year from Escanaba. That was a tough team. Uh, Sue Cora can play some ball. They're a great, great, great Canadian football team. Yeah, and you know what? That's the big thing that is in America. That's their. That's the high school. There's a lot of uh, players you could choose from. A lot of talent in the states, right? And they, they, we we don't give birth to people. We give birth to footballs in America. <laughs> that and that's where you know everyone thinks. Oh, could they beat American teams? Listen, American football programs are absolutely stellar. It's like our hockey programs here. That we're we're our football is like your hockey, but then give it two shots of steroids. But I'm telling you, when Sucor <laughs> came here to Escanaba to play, they held their own. They performed their well-coached team, well-disciplined. They played the game the right way. Sucor is a wonderful, wonderful football program. Yeah, and if you're, from, if you're not from Sioux, Ontario, if you're in the United States or other places in Canada or in the world, give them a check out. They're worth well, if you, looking at. If you, not- if you live in the Upper Peninsula and you don't know who Sucor is, you need to know because if you want to challenge yourself, they're a great team to go against. They're a very, very well-run program. And hopefully COVID can subside so we can see a little bit more of the American U.S. or sorry, Canadian and U.S. battles. Uh, I know the favorites will be on the U.S. side a good chunk of times, but Cora will always put up a good fight. And that doesn't give a – I don't mean to not include any other high schools uh, in Sault Ste. Marie. Obviously, Superior uh, and, and also looking at White Pines. Uh, you know, you have – you have programs here in Sioux, Ontario uh, that are, you know, very strong. Okay, you do. But in terms of football right now, since we're talking football, that's why we're giving a little bit of extra love to Cora because they did end on top and they had a great championship run, Nasa and Offsa. So we have to give them that kudos. And for the last few years plus, they've been a very dominant football program. Uh, EJ, I want to go to you for the final topic before we wrap up. I know you want to give a couple minutes to NCAA football. So the floor is yours, my friend. If anyone hasn't been paying to attention to college football this year, it has been an extremely exciting year. Ohio State was supposed to be one of the best teams in the country in a losing game early to Oregon, dropping out of the top four standing, which if you're not paying attention, 
the top four teams go to the playoff. Okay. For those that are unaware. So Oregon beat Ohio state. And I believe it was the second game of the year and jumped themselves in the top stands. Well, guess what? Oregon loses. Michigan state gets up there. They get pounded by Ohio state, whatever the, the, the whole season's gone down. The one team for me outside of my Ohio state Buckeyes, which I am very passionate about because I'm from the state of Ohio. Um, and, and I want to be very clear before I say the name of this university, I do not like the city. I do not like this school. However, I am super excited that this has the potential to happen. The University of Cincinnati Bearcats are a non-Power 5 conference and are currently ranked number four in the college football playoff and have the opportunity to become the first ever non-Power 5 conference to make the college football playoff. And their odds of making are roughly 62%. Why, you may ask? Well, because Alabama and Georgia are going to play each other. One of those teams has to lose in the SEC championship. Ohio State has to play Michigan. Somebody's going to lose drop outside the top. Cincinnati may become the best chance for a non-Power 5 conference to make the college football playoff. This is a team that has been coached by Luke Fickle, a guy that's coached at Ohio State. He was a fill-in for the, the, those few years where Jim Trussell was removed before Urban Meyer and Ryan Day got there. Uh, but Luke Fickle has also been a name that has been a, a coach that, you know, maybe the University of Michigan might be interested in looking at. Cincinnati, I hope, I pray, and I want them to make the college football playoff. This is a historical thing, folks. The first non-Power 5 conference. This is like when Boise State back, and I believe it was 2006, 2007, went up against Oklahoma in the Fiesta Bowl. It was Ian Johnson was a running back. They ran the Statue of Liberty play behind the back. He scores, boom, proposes to his girlfriend. Anybody that saw that game remembers it. They won it. It was like overtime or double overtime. Cincinnati has the opportunity to be one of those Cinderella story teams, has the opportunity to make the college football playoff as the first non-Power 5 conference. For those Canadians that don't understand American college football, do your homework. This is a significant event. This is like... Uh, an independent winning uh, the American presidential election or anyone other than Justin Trudeau looking awesome as Canadian prime minister. Like this, this is a rare opportunity. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm cracking a joke there. Excuse my ignorance, but um, this is a significant event for American college football. So guys, you can touch on it if you want, but Cincinnati, I'm praying, I'm hoping I'm not a Cincinnati guy. I'm not a Bearcats guy. I don't have any connection to the university. I'm just excited to see a non-Power 5 conference have the potential to be the first team to ever make a college football playoff. Well said, and we'll get more NCAA discussion as the season goes on, maybe give EJ a little bit more uh, of a solo portion. With also, one, one last take on this. Um, if Michigan gets rid of Harbaugh, don't be surprised if Luke Figgles the first name mentioned. Like last time, last time Michigan was able to beat Ohio State, the Hurricane and Bo Schembechler away from Ohio State University, Luke Fickle, Ohio State guy. I think that'd be a great hire for the university. You know, I think that it's a big week for football for not only the game sports show pick them, but it's American Thanksgiving. And I want to say happy Thanksgiving to the American listeners, to America. And also uh, make sure you hit like, follow and subscribe even though we're Canadian, but guess what? We're both American and Canadian. We're on both sides of the border. So international, we're international and you should just like us because we're awesome. EJ, Mr. Worldwide. Mr. <laughs> Prestige worldwide, wide, wide. And that's pandit from Step Brothers. We didn't steal that. And that's pandit penny. Blah, 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 blah. Goodbye. Uh, so oh, that- was it? I just came up with that on the top of my head. It wasn't intentional. I have a phone call coming in from Will Farrell right now. Do I answer it? Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> yes, you do. So happy Thanksgiving to our listeners. EJ, happy Thanksgiving to you, my friend. Uh, thank you. I appreciate the, uh, the thought there. Happy Thanksgiving to all of our listeners, to our Canadian listeners. Just have a great weekend. Enjoy your time off. Uh, we love having you guys here, and thank you for your support. Love it. Heichel, my friend, fun as always. We got a top shelf edition coming up this week as well. All right. Well, keep me posted. I'm around. Uh, I'm off for the next four days to celebrate American Thanksgiving in my garage. In your garage. I still haven't seen your garage. Fucking COVID. Most people don't remember when they leave. So. 
I need to go see people. I've I like always got 10 zillion things on the plate and the excuse train comes out after with like, I couldn't get there at this, 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 this. I was going to say, I feel like Dane's been here like 16 times at least. EJ's been here once. I've been there probably more than you have, Dave. You've been to his garage, EJ? Yeah, like six times. (laughs) Fuck off. (laughs) I did. I took a secret helicopter in. Actually, I swam across the canal, the St. Mary's River. I swam across and, and he picked me up at a boat and I came over. See, and we're so nice, we would let you in, too. America, you get fucking my ass kicked in, probably. Today, I wouldn't let you in unless you brought your own dry towel. <laughs> He'd swim across. You come across the St. Mary's Wimmer swimming, and you're like, EJ, can I come in? Like, do you bring a towel, asshole? Like, no way. No, absolutely not. You're not using my towel. You're a towel. Your towel. Oh, my God, you're a towel. You're a towel. <laughs> I know exactly what that's off of. Hold on. Can I, can I tell the, the full version of it? Yes, you can. Oh, my God, I'm so hot right now. <laughs> That's a full South Park joke, okay? If you don't get it, then you don't get it. Love if you that. don't get it, you don't like humor. I love that. Fellas, it's been great. We're getting to the sign-up portion here. EJ, thank you very much. Hike, thank you very much. Tyler was here in spirit. Jamie, again, was here in spirit. Barely. And I will say for Tyler, Tyler had to do a dinner with his mother tonight, so that's why he was unable to make it. That's more than His enough. mom's like my mom, so he's good. That's good. And like I said, the Game Sports Show will have shows this week. We didn't have ESPN this week because Scott uh, was actually down with the flu, not COVID, just so everyone doesn't have to spread those rumors. Uh, that is none of that. So, But we did have a week off from ESPN, 1400. But we will have our top shelf edition this week. Uh, and going into next week or the week after, we'll have further updates with our first video upload with our next special edition upload, which we plan to be in the very, 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 near future again three varies maybe that's enough of a hint this has been in the pocket season five episode 11 slash 12 since we had a bye week last week presented by sports center bar and grill so see me ontario's best sports bar six years in a row best wings three years in a row and just get down there and check them out go down and support local as well if you're in sault ste marie ontario or in the surrounding areas support your local restaurants and support those local businesses businesses that are always there for you this has been the game sports show powered by the game entertainment media T-G-E-M. Signing off here. I'm going to remind you, keep your stick on the ice, swing your bats, catch your touchdowns, drain your threes, and shoot your shot. Oh, yeah. See you.